If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Tuesday, and here's what we have on tap for a Tuesday. It was a good, good day today. You know why? You know why today was a great day, and it's going to be a great night? Because there weren't any obvious, gigantic headlines that came out there. You know, we don't have new inflation numbers, which are going to suck, by the way. We don't have it. We don't have any of that, so it allows me to do other stuff. You know, I know to open up any show... If there's a big thing, plane crash, you know something, something terrible, and you you, you have to, I have to talk about that because you're going to demand that I talk about that in the opening. But then there are days like today where I just get to talk about stuff on my mind, stuff like kids. That'll be a central theme on today's show. Kids, no, not the way it's uh, Joe Biden's central theme. I mean, concern for children. Why are they after kids? Why is the FBI, what's the motivation behind the FBI undercounting the number of times a good guy with a gun stops somebody? Why should you move out of your blue area? Why should you flee it? We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about how pervasive and insidious, I, those are huge words and I can't believe I just nailed those. How per, What, Chris? How pervasive and insidious the medical institutions are in this country. All that is coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. But I want to begin something 
with something we've talked about. We've hit on it in the past, and we always need to keep hitting on this, not just as a reminder for you, as a reminder to me. I got this email. We're going to do a bunch of these emails tonight, but I got this email. Dear Sargento Slaughter, I, f- uh, I know you follow New York, and you've probably heard Mayor Adams say his new favorite catchphrase. He wants to pivot and shift in his leadership. And what does that mean for New Yorkers? It says New York is in an abusive relationship with the government over its citizens. Don't criticize D.A. Bragg or you're a racist. Don't call 911. You deserve to get hurt, so on and so forth. But circling back, pivot and shift. Let's set this aside for a moment. You know who Henry Kissinger is? Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to bring all this back. Stay with me for a second. Henry Kissinger... I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not a fan, by the way, but Henry Kissinger has an old, I don't know, there may even be an audio cut of this. I don't remember where I was last time I heard it or read it, but Henry Kissinger was talking about the phrase, support our troops. Support our troops. How many times have you heard that phrase? It's endless, right? Support our troops. Support our troops. And he was talking about, I don't, I don't remember whether he was criticizing or, or speaking up for it, but what he was was saying You know what's so great about that phrase is it can mean anything you want it to mean when you say it, and yet you can't be against it. Who doesn't doesn't support the troops? I support our troops. What do you mean you're against that? You don't support the troops? But what does support the troops mean? What do you consider supporting the troops mean? Anything, right? It can mean anything to anyone. It can mean uh, we need to get them better weapons, better gear. It means we need to feed them better, more time off, more pay. That All that can be supporting the troops. Supporting the troops could be better leadership, firing a bunch of generals. Isn't that supporting? The, couldn't I make the argument that's supporting the troops? Couldn't I make the argument supporting the troops is not sending them overseas in the first place? The truth is, no matter what your stance is on the troops or the military or foreign engagement or whatever the case may be, you can easily make the argument that support our troops is right in line with what you believe and anyone who's against what you believe doesn't support the troops. Now let's go back to Eric Adams. Let's go back to New York has a brand. We have a brand. New York has a brand. Kansas doesn't have a brand. They do this stuff all the time. He wants to pivot and shift. What does that mean? Well, again, it means whatever you want it to mean. And what they're doing is they're making it in your mind. They're making him out to be something different because they know you're unhappy. The vagueness is the point. You walk around a place like New York City. And I was just there, and you see the drugs and the filth and the crime and the whole place smells, and you say to yourself, I want this to be different. I want change. Now, you, when you say that, you have something specific in mind. Now, you want to tough on crime, keep the criminals in jail. Keep the, That's what you think when you say that. So Eric Adams, by using phrases like pivot and shift, you... Now, this won't work on you personally, but in general for people, they'll interpret that as whatever they want it to mean, not what he wants it to mean. And that's why he says it. He knows that. He knows there's unhappiness. 
So what's he campaign on? Pivot and shift. Remember, Obama was great at this, too. Remember, remember Obama's? What was Obama's one word? What was the one word that defined Obama's campaign? Everyone remembers it. Change. Change. Remember, it was hope and change, 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 change. It was all over the billboards. Change. I want change. Well, what's that mean? What does that mean you want change? Change? Change can mean whatever you want it to mean. That's why it was so brilliant. Anyone who's slightly unhappy with any part of their lives, they want change? You want things to change if you're down on your luck right now, if you're listening to the sound of my voice and maybe life's kicking you around. Wife left you, husband ran out on you, lost your job, husband's sick, mom died. Everyone has things, right? You want that to change. So when someone stands up in front of a podium and they promise you that change, you interpret it as anything you want it to believe, as anything you want it to be. Remember Mao. Mao, when he ran his cultural revolution, when he decided to start murdering all his political opponents, what, what did Mao base that on? What was he start? What did he want to get rid of? You know this. If you listen to the show for any length of time, you already know this. What was it? He wanted to get rid of the four olds. Let's get rid of these olds. Okay, well, what, are, what were the olds? What were they? Old ideas, old culture, old customs, and old habits. Okay, well, what's that mean? It meant anything Mao wanted it to mean. And the people who heard it and followed it, they interpreted it their own way as well. I bring this up for a specific reason. Right now, it goes way beyond Eric Adams. Right now, nationally, frankly internationally, but let's focus on us for a second. That's what I prefer to do, focus on me. Right now, we are not only in a bad spot. Crime-wise, inflation-wise, interest rates-wise, economy-wise, border. I mean, it's a bad, bad spot. It's getting worse. So what you're going to see is a steady stream of this kind of very effective messaging from the communists over and over and over again. In New York, Eric Adams, it's pivot and shift because it can mean whatever you want. I'd love it if this, if this city would pivot and shift. That's a, I love shifting. Let's do a shift and a pivot. It can mean anything. You're going to see this from every angle. You will see this now all over your television set leading up to the midterms. But way beyond the midterms, as things continue to descend for the next two years, you will see and hear this all over the place from Joe Biden to the media to on down. You'll hear things like people were unhappy People want things to change. They want things to turn around. Now, there are very specific things people are unhappy with. You're not going to hear the specifics. What you're going to hear, you're going to hear about the four olds. People are unhappy and we need to get rid of these olds. They, they want some change. People are unhappy. They want change. They want things to pivot. They want to shift. People want to shift. And what happens is people do that to avoid the truth of the fact it's all their fault. All the people, all the people in this culture who have brought us to this point with all the craziness and inflation and maybe a nuclear war and everything else, all the people who have brought us to this point, all the ones responsible, you're not responsible, they are. 
They will be the ones most loudly using words like pivot, shift. We need a change. We're unhappy. You're unhappy. That is going to be the norm. Get used to it and be aware that's what you're seeing. Oh, people are very unhappy. They're very unhappy with communist policies. They're very unhappy with how these communists wield power against their political opponents. They're unhappy with an open border. They're unhappy with prices. They're unhappy with inflation. They're unhappy with interest rates. Oh, people are unhappy about very, very, very specific things. And there are very specific people with names you can blame. How do you identify those people, though? Who are are the people we should blame? Go find everybody using words like pivot and shift, and that's the guy you should blame. All right. Apparently, my former good friends, Clay and Buck, apparently they have called me out today on their radio show about something I did in New York City. I'm going to play it for you and then defend my honor (laughs) in just a moment before I do that. How often would I tell you about the various products that are for sale and things like that? How often do I ever say hurry? I don't do that. It sounds so used car salesman Hurry while supplies last. If I ever say that to you, because I have said it before, if I ever say that to you, it's true. Anytime I've ever brought something like that up, it is true. You know how I've been telling you about my pillow slides and slips and sandals and moccasins, all the wonderful things they make for your feet. And I've been, I've been telling you right now, you can get that stuff as low as $29.98 at MyPillow.com. You know, I've been saying that. Well, I need you to hear me really, really well right now. Hurry. Like, now. If you want a screaming deal on MyPillow footwear at these prices, you need, really need to get that now. MyPillow.com radio listener specials promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com promo code JESSE. Or call 800-845-0544. Uh, hurry. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. I love it that it's Tuesday. I love it that it's Tuesday. You know what? Tuesday's an underrated day, Chris. I say, what do you mean why, Chris? Well, here, hear me out. You're already one day down in the week. And... If you did Monday right at all, which let's be frank, we killed it yesterday here. What, Chris? On the world famous Jesse Kelly show, we killed it. We were out we're here. Changing people's lives. If you did Monday right, Monday flew by. You wake up today. If you did Monday right, you woke up on a Tuesday and you said to yourself, is it Monday? I feel like it's, oh no, it's Tuesday. I already did Monday. You're already heading into the weekend. Oh, and you know what else is great? I don't have to travel anywhere this week. In fact, I don't have to go anywhere until election day. And don't worry, I'm going to be here election day. I just am not going to be here, here. I'll I'll be behind the microphone doing a live show, okay? To which that brings me to this little point here before I get to the unfair accusations from Clay and Buck today. Uh, Last Wednesday, I, I didn't want to tell you that I was going to be gone Thursday and Friday. Because I had just recently been gone. And so I waited till the very end of the show like an absolute chicken. And this is how I ended the show. You may remember it. There's something else I haven't been telling you all week because I knew you you were going to get mad at me because I was just gone for two days. I'm not going to be here the next two days. I'm sorry. That's all. Goodbye. 
Okay. Um, why did I do it that way? One, because I was feeling cowardly. That's one. Two, just need to explain. I don't like being gone. I don't like missing shows. I. It's not that I feel like the show is important. Yeah, I do radio, right? What you do is important. I do a freaking radio show. But I do understand the show can be important to you personally. Because I have loved radio for so long. I know exactly what that's like. Radio, I, I like doing TV too, but radio, unlike TV, is intimate. Meaning, I'm sitting there in your car with you right now. I am talking to you while you make dinner. I am mowing the lawn with you. I'm at work with you right now. And it's just you and me. It's, it, that's what radio is. It's intimate. And it's three hours a day, and I'm allowed to say whatever I want. So you know me. And then you send me emails about you, and I know you. I, I, I get it. Radio is intimate. Because radio is intimate, it genuinely freaking sucks when the person you listen to is gone. I know it sucks. And I don't think the show is important, but I do enjoy making your day a little better to whatever degree. To whatever degree we can do that on this show, I enjoy making your day a little bit better. That. What does that mean, Chris? Chris just held up a sign that said, take the football. Oh. Oh, Chris, we're not going into that football, the nuclear football briefcase they tried to give me so I can try to do it on the road. Anyway, I don't, I don't like disappointing you, and I know I had just left for a couple days, and so I felt bad about it, and I waited till the very end of the show, and then I ran out like a coward. Something else I haven't been telling you all week because I knew you, you were going to get mad at me because I was just gone for two days. I'm not going to be here the next two days. I'm sorry. That's all. Goodbye. <laughs> so that's why I did that. All right, all right. Back to what we were talking about. Pivot and shift. It's about time to pivot and shift on my former friends, Clay and Buck, apparently. I was, uh, you know, obviously I was just in New York City. I told you all about it last night. And I don't know that I went into the second night too much after the musical. Don't, I don't want to hear it from you, okay? Don't be not nice to me. Yes, I took the wife to a musical. It sucked. She loved it. It sucked. Went to see Chicago. I'm not a musical person, person, but she had lost her voice. Thank you, Lord. And so I had to take her home after that. And then I went out to hang out with Clay and Buck. And we went up to some fancy... I'd never been in a place like this, okay? I'd never been in a place like this. It was a fancy New York bar. It was a rooftop bar. It was cool. And, well, apparently this is what Clay and Buck had to say about me today on their show. The truffle cost reminds me of our buddy Jesse Kelly. Should I, should I call him out for what he did? We're out to out to post drinks, having post drinks dinner uh, at the top of the, this rooftop of the peninsula. It's a great place. Jesse, not content with the wine bottle there, says, oh, you, we were talking about Bob Pittman's company uh, who owns iHeart. He's got a fabulous it's, tequila. He's company. my favorite tequila I've it, ever had, and I'm a tequila drinker. It's a, it's a fabulous tequila. What's the tequila? You, you can pronounce it better. Casa Dragones. Dragonas. I I would basically pronounce it Casa Dragons, right? Dragonas, but it's it Sounds is a cool fabulous, either way. Yeah, it's a fabulous tequila. So we're talking about it, and Jesse says, "You know what? Let's get a round of tequila shots." And uh, so everybody, he, he, he we're at the Peninsula Hotel, and he wants a round of Casa Dragonas. To be clear, that's right, Casa Dragonas. Specific. And the guy's like, "I don't know if we have it." And then they come back, and do you? Did I tell you? No, no, hold on. Shots I, I said, I said, Jesse. You just ordered a mortgage payment's worth of 
of tequila shots here, and uh, and he didn't believe me. Company, by the way, he didn't believe me because you know you get a good tequila, you know, in a in a, in a nice nice bar in Houston, you know, fifteen dollars maybe for the shot, something like that. Seventy five dollars a shot. Oh yeah, Jesse Kelly, our boss at iHeart's company. That has to be. I can't imagine that there is a more expensive shot that he could have ordered of tequila <laughs> at the bar that night. Casa Dragones. I think it was it worth was really every good. penny, honestly. But it as you really know, good. bars, you know, bars mark stuff up. I mean, if you okay, all right, Chris. I, all right, that is that is a that is a unfair accusation that has been leveled at me by my two now former friends, Clay and Buck. I'm going to address these allegations, and I'm going to address them in just a moment. Before I address these allegations, I do want to do this really quickly. I don't need to sit and read every headline for for you from the New York Post about the 9,000 stabbings that night. You're not stupid. You look at the news. I see the poll numbers. You understand that crime is on the top of everyone's mind. I, I can't sit here and tell you the cavalry's coming. That's just not true. All I can tell you is to protect yourself. Either you are taking steps to stop a bad guy before he can hurt you, or what happens to you happens to you. Get a hero gun. It's a non-lethal gun. Get a hero arrow. Also, non-lethal, so there's no excuse. I'm not a gun guy. Fine. Get a hero gun. Doesn't require a concealed carry permit. It will stop somebody and has stopped bad men in their tracks. Go to Hero2020.com, code JESSE, for a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. Remember, state restrictions may apply. The Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I'm going to defend my honor before I get to this father trying to save his 11-year-old from a New York hospital. Before I get to that, it is time to defend my honor for my former friends, Clay and Buck, because the accusation, in case you missed it, was this. We went out to some fancy rooftop bar. I think Clay called it the Peninsula or something like that. Again, I've never been in a place like this before, and that I answered, and that I ordered expensive tequila shots and... Clay even called me out for ordering tequila shots at all because he said there's a bottle of wine on the table. Okay, couple things. One, they're my friends. They're well aware that I'm white trash. I'm white trash. I don't drink wine, all right? If you ever see me with a glass of wine in my hand, It's because the wife has put one in my hand and said, in this current social setting, it's important for you to pretend to like wine, okay? I don't like wine. I don't drink with my pinky out. And when I go to a bar with the boys, I order, I have been known to order, which is not necessarily smart. I've been known to order some tequila shots or something like that. That's one. Two. I need to explain the story of the Casas Casas Dragones tequila, which, by the way, that's Mexican for a case of dragons, in case you're wondering. Now, this is the story with Casas Dragones. This is me defending myself from the $75 a shot tequila order before I get to all the trans disgustingness. Here's the real story. My buddy, my buddy Luis, he's a Mexican dude. I hang out with him all the time down here. Mexican dude, Mexican family. And he... He likes expensive tequilas. I don't have experience with expensive things, okay? It was Keystone Light and Jim Beam. I'm sorry. That's who I am, all right? I don't like tequila because the only tequilas I've ever had are cheap, gross tequilas. So I'm over at my buddy Luis's house one night, and we were watching. uh, We we had got a pay-per-view boxing fight, and we were sitting there watching the fights. And he says, hey, you got to try this tequila. I go through the whole thing. Dude, I don't like tequila. I don't like tequila. I don't want tequila. He said, you'll like this. You'll like this. I said, dude, I've had tequila. He said, not like this. Okay, fine. He brings me out a little glass of this tequila. No ice in it. Nothing mixed in it. Just straight tequila, all right? I take a sip of this Casas Dragones tequila. 
It's honestly the smoothest, most delicious thing I've ever had in my entire life. I didn't know how much it cost. I didn't buy the freaking bottle. Okay, it was brought to me. I didn't know how much it cost. So, fast forward. Now, stay with me here. He mentions Bob Pittman. Obviously, big cheese at iHeart. President of iHeart. I mean, he is the boss, boss. I go out to dinner with the president of Premier a couple weeks after I have this tequila. And I had taken a picture of this bottle of tequila because I said to myself, well, one day, Father's Day, maybe special occasion, Christmas, Christmas, maybe I'll ask for it. That's a, that's a good gift for dudes, right? Some high-end booze of some kind. I'm not going to go out and buy it, but Chris says it's $75 to $300. Is that what you said, a bottle? Okay, well, I didn't know this, okay? I've never bought any. I go out to dinner with the president of Premier. We're, we're just having the, a couple steaks here in town. She wouldn't, didn't want to go to Red Lobster. I mean, I don't know, but... I said, hey, I found a tequila that I really liked. I've always been more of you know, a basic we're bourbon uh, guy, but I have this tequila I liked. And I pulled out my phone, and I showed Julie the picture of the Tecasas Dragonas, the case of Dragon's tequila. And she throws her head back and starts laughing. And I said, what did I do? What's so funny? I figured I screwed something up again. She said, that's Bob Pittman's tequila company. I didn't know it was a president of, I didn't know. It was just a total coincidence. I said, oh, oh that's great. That's great. That's fine. So... By the way, shout out to Bob Pittman for then hearing that story and sending me a bottle of the stuff so I didn't have to buy it. Anyway, so going back to the New York City story with Clay and Buck, I'm sitting there. I wanted something that tasted good. I didn't want wine, okay, because I don't drink wine. So I thought it would be appropriate to order the good tasting tequila. I didn't know it was $75 a shot, but that goes back to what I was ranting about yesterday, how New York City has become a city of just for rich people. I don't know how normal people are supposed to go there and exist when it's $26 for a burger and fries, $16 for a breakfast bagel, and $75 for a shot of tequila. What, Chris? Yeah, that's a good point, Chris. Well, my name's Joe Biden. and I Oh, that's the wrong button. That's a good point. We have a brand. New York has a brand. Kansas doesn't have a brand. You most certainly do. You do have a brand. So there, that's me defending my honor from those guys. Now let's get to the ugly stuff. That's enough screwing off for now. By the way, I mentioned last night we're going to have actor Kirk Cameron on the show. I turned out to be a huge liar. Uh, It actually wasn't Kirk Cameron's fault. It was all Chris's fault because he gave them the number to call in and... I don't know if you know this, Chris. It's actually really important. No, no, hold on, hold on. Stay with me, Chris, before you interrupt. When you give out phone numbers, it's actually really, really important that every number be correct because it turns out, it turns out if one of the num no, no, I'm serious. I'm telling you how phones work. It turns out if one of the numbers is wrong, that they actually can't call where they were trying to call. The phone doesn't automatically adjust for your screw ups. So Chris gave Kirk Cameron, uh, the famous actor, the wrong number. He wasn't on last night. So he will be on tonight about an hour from now. You know what? I'm going to ask him what he wants to do to Chris. That's what I'll ask him. That's going to be my first question. What do you want to do for the person who can't even properly give out a phone number on the show? No, Chris, there's no excuses. There's absolutely no excuses whatsoever. Now, before we get to any of that, remember, you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. There is just a horrible story out there. The headline is this. Father of 11-year-old speaks out as a New York hospital in the courts attempt to medically transition his child. 
A father in this is from the post millennial. A father in New York State is fighting for his child to be allowed to grow up. The child's mother, the medical industry, and the court are pressing for the 11-year-old to be permitted to take drugs that would disrupt puberty, potentially stunting her development and leading to sterility. Did I say that right, Chris? Sterility? That's a hard one. The father to the middle schooler, whose name is not named in order to protect his family, has been instructed by the court to call his child by the new chosen name, new preferred pronouns, and refer to the child of being the new chosen gender. Neither parent is allowed under court order to talk to the child about anything gender-related. That order came down in April, and the mother demanded full custody. This would give her the right to medically transition the child without the father's consent. Um, I don't know what to say that will not get me in trouble. It, it, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. I know you can't swear, and I know there aren't any threats, Chris. I wasn't about to swear or do threats, okay? Why are you such a worrywart all the time? We haven't even been in that much trouble. Anyway, what's what's the appropriate thing to do to defend your 11-year-old baby girl? What what should you do? What can well, I take that back. What can you do? Well, I'll tell you something. Unless you want to start taking drastic illegal th- illegal steps, which I don't want you to do, isn't the only solution to change our court system, and if you can't change it where you are, to get out to a place where you can? This is why I sit here so often, and I know this is an ugly story, and it's horrible, and it's heartbreaking, but this is why so often I sit down here and I say to you, you need to leave. You need to leave because as you go up the chain of powers above you, you simply don't have a level where you can find any protection at all from the insanity. And they're not stopping. They're not backing off. They're not slowing down. It's full speed ahead. I'll finish my thoughts on this real quick, and then we'll talk about why people become politicians. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show, man, alive. It has already been fun on a Tuesday. I know this this uh, child, this New York father trying to protect his child stuff's gross, but still, it's been fun out there. Just one final thing on this, because I, I, I don't know to beat you over the face with that nastiness too much. It just gives me this, gives me the squeebie-jeebies. It is important to fortify your local area local judges, local DAs. It is important to get to a place where you can fortify your local area. All this ended endless child stuff, and actually there's a bunch of this stuff in the news we'll get to. They're not backing off or slowing down. They haven't had this come-to-Jesus moment where they're looking around and feeling bad. They are full speed ahead. This is not a pendulum that swings. It is, a, it is an endless black hole that goes down and down and down without end. Please protect yourself. All right, I'm going to get to some emails. We're going to do a big email roundup tonight. Shogun, 
During yesterday's show, you said that El Presidente Biden had a scrambled egg brain. I forgot that I said that, but you know what? That's a good saying. <laughs> I thought I would drop some knowledge for the listeners since I abla a little bit. Eggs in Puerto Rican means is huevos. I, w- I did not know that, Chris. Huevos. How about that? I will rest easy knowing that everyone is going to feel smarter now. Huevos. How about that? Y'all tell you what we buy, Chris. We buy the extra large eggs. I've been wanting to get the try to get to more like farm fresh stuff, but I can't find one around here. But I always get the extra large ones. So I guess you could say got some huge huevos if you wanted to put it that way. What, Chris? Grande, grande, muy grande huevos, Chris. That look, I don't want to get too advanced for people who don't habla like I do, but that's what it is. <laughs> Buenas tardes. By the way, speaking of grande huevos, it's really important, fellas, that you don't allow yourself to be a low T man boober. That is important, uh, ladies. It is important as well that you keep your energy up, metabolism up. This is, this applies to all of us. And it is important we find ways to do this without going to the despicable medical institutions we now have in this country. Wait till I get to this story about the American Medical Association. It's going to make your jaw drop. Chuck, they're natural, natural herbal supplements. They are a hardcore anti-communist company, so don't worry about your money going to where your morals are. I'm going to be golfing with the Chuck boys soon. That's going to be a good time. But look, it's just trust me, these are good people. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days with the male vitality stack from Chuck. There's a female vitality stack. I get the lit powder. And now you can do what I did. Just sign up for a subscription. They have the subscriptions 35% off now. So you just sign up, subscribe. You save a bunch of money. And then you don't ever have to worry about ordering it again. They just automatically send it. This is a limited time thing, but I would recommend it. choq.com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off that subscription. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. You hear Corinne Diversity hire from today? You've said the president was responsible for gas prices coming down. Is the president responsible for gas prices going up? So it's a lot more nuanced than that, right? Um, Peter, you know this. It's a lot more nuanced than that. You see, it's just like, hey, it's just like that pivot and shift thing. Well, look, when they can take credit for something... They take full credit when it's someone else's fault. Now, well, look, it's nuance. That old JFK quote, which I think he was quoting someone else, to be honest with you, but I don't know. I'm a stupid person where he says, victory has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. That's the ultimate what we're dealing with here. Now, Corinne Diversity Hire also got asked, got asked, well, made a statement about Another $625 million to Ukraine? President Biden informed President Zelensky that the United States is providing a new $625 million security assistance package to Ukraine as they continue to defend their country from Russia's invasion. Okay, here's my issue with all this. We tried, the Republicans I should say, tried to attach an amendment with all this cash we were sending to Ukraine that simply assigned somebody there who would monitor where it's going. Is, is my money, is your money going to help widows and orphans? Or is this money dropping into the endless black hole of military contractors and intelligence services and whatnot? And I have to be honest with you, when I combine that with the fact CBS News just ran a story that only 30% of the arms are actually getting to the poor troops that need them 
And then a day later, they retracted the story after backlash. You're going to have to count me a little bit confused. But set that stuff aside for a moment. I do want to bring this up because I think sometimes you can see these shifts happening in politics. And you always know them before the politicians know them because you live them. We've had this talk when it comes to inflation. We wait until the new official inflation numbers are out. And then there's all these headlines. And then the politicians get up and make a statement. This inflation is crushing people. Well, yeah. Everybody buying Grande Huevos at the grocery store already knew groceries were going up. That was common knowledge. Everyone, we knew that already. You didn't know that, idiot. We didn't know that. Or you didn't know that. We did. So... The same thing applies to every issue across the political board. For the longest time, for the longest time, for my whole life, America has been so absurdly wealthy, and we've really only seen our standard of living go up and up and up and up and up, that politicians in both parties, this is not a Democrat thing, Democrats and Republicans, politicians in both parties have simply gotten used to an American public that is totally fine with unending amounts of government spending going to this stupid thing or that stupid thing. I've always cared about it. Maybe you have. A lot of people don't, but spending's always been a big thing for me. But for most people, it's not. Americans are just, ah, okay. If you ask them, they don't like it, but it doesn't make them mad. Politicians don't understand. Americans are going to start having a lot less tolerance for this stuff as they watch their standard of living go down. The days where you have this endless blank check to stroke checks to your friends, punish your enemies, special interest groups, relatives, if you're Joe Biden, those days are coming to an end. I saw this headline. Kathy Hochul took a $2,500 helicopter ride on the taxpayer dime to do a photo op at a New York City gas station. And look, that's a minor story. Or it was a minor story, right? It's a minor story. That's something that all these politicians do. Remember, you become a politician because you want access to the things rich people have access to without actually having to accomplish anything. Kathy Hochul's no different. But they've gotten so used to that kind of stuff. Oh, hey, fire up the ELO. Hey, screw the taxpayer. What are they going to do? Vote me out? They've gotten so used to spitting in your face and you just wiping it off and putting your head down They're going to have a very difficult time adjusting to the anger that kind of spending is going to prompt as as costs of living go up and quality of living goes down. Kathy Hochul can drop $2,500 on a helo ride when the economy's cruising and everyone's doing fine. When people have had to make hard choices at the grocery store that week and they pull up the New York Post and see Kathy Hochul blowing money on a helo ride for a photo op, Ooh, the anger level is going to be different. All right. The FBI, what are they doing? Also, American teens, they're having heart problems. Hang on. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.